Well, hey, welcome back. This is Attorney Charles Shire over at the law firm of Shire and Ritchie. We are in East Peoria. We handle criminal defense. So you could give us a call at 309-839-2024 or on the web at www.srtriallawyers.com. All right, today's episode, we're going to talk about whether or not you ought to make a statement to law enforcement. Uh, this is a situation that uh, comes up quite frequently, and we're going to differentiate a couple of different types of situations. Let's talk first about the situation where law enforcement calls you up on the phone or they show up at your house. In other words, an active investigation is is not happening in the sense you're not at a crime scene. You were not pulled over. They didn't show up with an arrest warrant or anything like that. All You just get contacted by law enforcement out of the blue. And they say to you, uh, Mr. Johnson, we would uh, like to talk to you about uh, Jane Victim. Okay. Or, or they just say, Mr. Johnson, we'd like you to come down and talk with us at the station. All right, so a couple of things that you need to know about. Number one is you are not in custody when they are making this contact. Either they show up at your house or at the work um, or if um, they're calling you on the phone, you are not in custody. And because you are not in custody, Miranda does not attach. In other words, um, they don't have to give you a Miranda warning. So it may show up in your case that they called you up and they said, hey, Mr. Johnson, we'd like you to come down to the station to talk with us. And Mr. Johnson said blank. Okay, so. It is considered a voluntary statement because uh, they're not holding you. Um, you're not at the station. You're not under arrest. Your liberties aren't being restrained. You could have hung up. Um, you don't have to say anything back to them. So keep that in mind. Um, our recommendation, and we'll get, tell you this as, as we've told uh, many clients in the past, is our recommendation is to simply... Uh, respectfully decline to make a statement okay you don't have to get into any of the details you 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 could ask some questions if you like I just think that that's yeah, it's playing with with fire um, because you know as the uh, individual who is being asked these questions you know the history you know the context so if they are truly calling you completely out of the blue, you were not present, you have no idea what the hell they're talking about, sure, that might be natural and probably uh, perfectly okay for you to ask some follow-up questions. Well, what the heck are you talking about? Um, but if you were there and you do know what they're talking about, then the context is there. You don't need those blanks filled in. And any you know, response could ultimately end up hurting you. So your best bet is to thank them kindly and respectfully get off the phone. Or if they show up at your house, thank them kindly, respectfully ask them to leave and shut the door. Um, they cannot enter the house. They can't stop the door from shutting and enter the house without um, a search warrant or some type of uh, 
a probable cause, and uh, and that's going to be a tough stretch. Uh, there are situations where if you open the door and they observe something, then they could have probable cause to do a brief investigation. They might also then use it to get a search warrant, but that's not the situation that we're talking about. We're talking about, and this is where it happens routinely, is a client receives a telephone call from a detective. They get this telephone call. The detective says, Mr. Johnson, we're investigating blank. Or they say, Mr. Johnson, uh, would you have some time to come down to, to the station? We'd like to talk to you about something. And Mr. Johnson might say, sure, yeah. And then the officer will say, do you know why we're calling you? Pause. Well, this is will show up in a police report. And Mr. Johnson will say, well, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I got in that argument with my coworker and this and that. And now you're, you know, there's this conversation and it's, it's, it's off and running. So we don't recommend um, doing the state's job for them. You must remember our criminal system provides you due process um, under the law, a fair process. You cannot have your liberty restrained. You cannot be convicted by your own words unless you do so voluntarily. In other words, this isn't China. This is not, uh, you know, three, four hundred years ago. They can't beat a confession out of you. They can't call you up and browbeat you into um, coming down to the station and making you confess all over yourself. Um, and then they use that uh, to convict you. They cannot do that. Now, if you want to voluntarily do that, then that's your decision. But you, you should make sure that that decision is made fully informed. Um, so it's our recommendation if law enforcement contacts you out of the blue. Um, now, you may know the context and you may be guilty. It's very possible, right? but you don't have to do their job for them. All right, so keep that in mind. My advice is to not make a statement. Respectfully decline. All right, let's cover number two. Well, sometimes officers will say, well, if I was innocent, I'd want to tell my side of the story. Well, of course, sure, that's obvious. But that's why you retain a lawyer. Our recommendation is you do not make a statement. You immediately retain the services of a criminal defense attorney. And any questions can be answered by the defense attorney. So if there is some inquiry as to, well, do you work at this place and what are your work hours, this and that, your lawyers, if appropriate, if appropriate, can provide that information it's not evidence. It can't be used against you. It's not going to show up in a police report. And it very well may lead to you not being charged or a state's attorney deciding that to not go forward with the case. But if you really want to provide information, you're much better to provide that information through an attorney and allow the attorneys to work with law enforcement or to talk with the state's attorney to explain to them how there isn't a case here there certainly isn't enough evidence to prove your guilt beyond a reasonable doubt, okay? Number three, why would they need your evidence? Now, I want you to stop, take a moment, and think about that. Why do they need your statement? 
if they had the goods on you, if they had the evidence, if they had witness statements, if they had video, if they had this or that or whatever, if they had enough to arrest you, guess what they would do? They would arrest you. So you're um, answering their questions. You're going down to the station to make a statement. You're only helping their investigation. So I strongly suggest that you don't do that because you're not going to help yourself. You're only helping them. And I, which I have told many, many clients in the past, if they could prove their case, then they probably wouldn't be speaking to you. Okay. They would have arrested you. Now let's cover another situation. Uh, let's call this section four of this, uh, uh, podcast episode, but let's say that you are, um, pulled over, uh, by police you can um, and must offer your identification, okay? If they want your um, registration, license registration, you've got to give all that stuff to them, okay? But you don't have to make statements. You do not have to answer questions as to where you've been, where you're headed, or if you've been drinking, okay? If they ask you your name, My recommendation is you crack the window, you know, a little bit so that they can hear you. And you say, my name is Joe Johnson. Okay, you should answer them. And in fact, you're required to answer them. If they ask you to step out of the car, you got to do that too. You got to do that too. Okay, but you do not have to answer questions and you don't have to perform field sobriety tests and you don't have to perform a breathalyzer. Now, if you refuse to do those things, and you know specifically with regards to a DUI investigation, there are going to be consequences with regards to your, your driving privileges. That is a separate issue. But with regards to providing them information to form probable cause to arrest you for the state's attorney then to use that evidence to convict you, you do not have to supply that to them. So... If law enforcement stops you on the street, so let's say it's not a DUI situation, or they come to your house and they ask you some questions, well, first off, you got to identify yourself. And if they ask you for ID, you got to give it to them. But you don't have to go any further than that. Officer, am I free to go? And if he says no, then you have been seized. Um, You're not free to go. They have to have probable cause for that. Okay, so you should not be giving them evidence to form the probable cause. And you might be doing that by talking. Hey, we're, you know, the officer might ask, did you just come from that alley or were you just at this party or you just at this address? You start talking and they may use that information that you're giving them and add it some to some other information that someone else has provided. Uh, it could have been a tipster, or an, an anonymous or otherwise, or perhaps another officer. And now all of a sudden they have probable cause and they're arresting you. So, you know, my recommendations, let's go to, I guess, recommendation number five is be polite, uh, be professional, um, answer, you know, who you are and provide ID, but don't do anything else. Okay. If you're going to ask a question, officer, am I free to go? Okay, there's your question. If you ever wanted to ask one, 
am I free to go? And beyond that, make no statement. You don't have to do it. You're not obligated to do it. And I strongly recommend that you do not. All right. So let's talk about if police come to your home. Well, if they come to your home, you have an expectation of privacy. Um, You, uh, under the Constitution, have a protection against unreasonable searches and seizures. Well, it would be an unreasonable search and seizure of, of either yourself or your property if law enforcement just showed up and barged into your house. They cannot do that absent probable cause, absent a warrant. So they have to have that warrant. Um, if they show up at your house, then respectfully ask for a warrant. If they say to you, well, do you mind if we come in and look around? No, the answer is no. And you, you need to be firm in that. You need to be clear and unambiguous. Um, and then kindly shut the door. Uh, I, again, I think you go a long way with being polite and respectful. Um, they cannot force the door open unless they have a warrant, obviously. If they have a warrant and they come in, I strongly encourage you to follow their direction. If they're telling you to get your hands up and get down on the ground, I strongly encourage you to follow that. And it's the same way if law enforcement interact with you on the street and they tell you to put your, your, you know, your hands up or to get down on your knees, I strongly encourage that you follow um, their uh, commands. You don't have to speak, but when you don't follow their commands, some bad things can happen. So I would uh, strongly suggest that, that, that you not do that. Again, so let's recap a couple of things. If you're pulled over, you don't have to answer questions on where you've been, what you've been doing, have you been drinking tonight. You don't have to answer any of that. You do have to provide your uh, driver's license. You have to get out of the car if they ask you. Uh, You have to respond to them in some basic format. So uh, roll down the window just a little bit, hand all your insurance and your driver's license. You can indicate that you're not making a statement. You have nothing to say. Here's my um, documentation. And, And, you know, officer, am I free to go? The officer, when he takes that information, you know, he's probably not going to be happy, might say a few things to you, but ultimately it's going to have to make a decision if the officer is going to give you that speeding ticket or that ticket for not having your turn signal on. But if I were you, I would not give them anything to have further um, observations for a, a DUI or to search your car. Um especially on cases that have a firearm or, um, you know, cannabis is a whole different thing in the law in Illinois. It's still probable cause if law enforcement smells cannabis. So that is still the law of the land for now. If officers come up and they smell raw cannabis, uh, burnt cannabis, then, um, they can search your vehicle. So, Keep all of that in mind. I hope this has been helpful. Remember, don't make a statement. You do not need to help out the government. It's the government's case. It's their obligation. And they have to prove you guilty beyond a reasonable doubt without you helping them. Um, 
So if you or a loved one need help from a criminal case, you can give us a call at 309-839-2024 or on the web at www.srtriallawyers.com. Take care and stay safe.